0: Proper place. My name's Susan Arndt. With me, as always, is Mr. Brian Crescenti. Hi. Brian, yes. my bud, my pal, yes. before we go too far into this snowstorm that is this yes. week's episode, explain what we mean to the new people, to any new listeners we may have when we say we put things in their proper place. Are we are we just jerks? Are we being judgy? <clears throat> What's the deal?
1: Yes, all of those things. But also, also, it means that uh, we look at a horror movie and try to determine what it is that's scary about it. Um, and, and once we figured that out, we then try to place it in one of seven categories, the thing that makes it scary, which is creature gore, killer, paranormal, psychological, science or nature. Um, and then once we've settled on one of those categories, we then sort of wing it and come up with a sub -sub subcategory I have some examples though. So let's say it were killer. Uh, perhaps we would say it's, uh, this is an easy one, serial killer. So, uh, yeah, you know, as opposed to slasher or home invasion. Um, so that's, that's what we do here on the long legged beasties podcast.
0: There's a spread. The spreadsheet is real. It is linked on our Patreon, patreon.com slash longleggedbeasties. If you would like to play along at home or even just if you're looking for something to watch and you, you know you want to watch a horror movie but you're not really sure uh, other than what was released last week, what is out there, go to the list. It's got more than a thousand movies on it, some of which we have covered on this show and therefore you would know exactly what kind of genre they are. Uh, but a lot we haven't gotten to yet for obvious reasons, because that's a that's a lot. It's a lot of movies, man. That's a lot. It is. This week, okay. This week we are dealing with a movie that is, in my opinion, ninety five percent perfect.
1: Wow, really? Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah, I think it's 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 so close to being just a brilliant, brilliant film. But it gets one thing so very, very wrong that it, it kind of ruins the entire experience for me. A uh, movie picked by our backers, which is a special benefit you get if you back the show, is uh, the Lodge. starring I do not know how to pronounce this woman's last name, Riley Co Coke Cog Co, Co,
1: Cog. We we should probably start looking these things up. I always do this.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Riley. Uh, We're professionals here at LLB. Uh, It's also important to note, uh, Brian and I do not discuss the movies before we record these episodes. We just watch the movie and then come in and you get the full experience of us exploring things together.
1: We we know once we should try the opposite. We should discuss it thoroughly ahead of time and then just record an hour of stony silence.
0: I love that. We should absolutely do that.
1: <laughs> we'll just stare at the monitor and our microphones and not say a word. Yeah, That's and that
0: think. and and that will watch that will be our just our most successful episode and then <laughs> right right and silence. then I'll feel very sad about my life. <laughs> so, The Lodge. Okay. First thing I like about The Lodge is that it sets the stage with an extremely relatable situation. There's a family, the parents are separated, uh, I, are they are they full on divorced in the beginning or are they just separated?
1: They, they're separated, but very quickly, like within the yeah. first two minutes, he says, "Look, we we got to get a divorce."
0: Right. The dad has met someone. He was doing research uh, about a religious cult, and he was he wrote a book about this uh, sort of Jonestown esque event, a mass suicide, and this woman. Who is the lone survivor and he has fallen for her and he plans to marry her. He informs his ex wife, or his, I guess, still wife, of this and she rolls with it. She's like, okay, yeah, totally get it. Not a problem. And then kills herself. The kids do not take to the stepmom idea at all, which, even if mom was still in the picture, again, very relatable she to her credit she's not trying to be a new mom she's not she doesn't try too hard to be their friend she just doesn't want them to hate her dad is doing his level best to make this whole new situation work but the kids are having none of it so he says all right here's what's going to happen we are going to go away As a family, for Christmas, we're going to go to the Lodge up in Massachusetts. We're all going to spend the holidays together. And you, my dear offspring, are going to get over your BS. Because this is the sitch. This woman is in my life. You have to deal with her. So let's all just hang out together and just give her a chance. Get to know her. The kids are not given an option. They got to go. And so off they head into the woods. Very, very relatable situation. The kids are thick as thieves. You see them whispering to each other a lot. They get along famously. They are very much a unified front against dad and his new wife. I like that. I like that a lot because it it immediately puts you on her side.
1: Yeah. And, and, and it's, you know, it's not the fact that their mother has killed herself makes the position the kids have seen on some level reasonable. Oh, for like sure, you can, yeah. you can kind of see where they're coming from. It's not just that they're getting divorced right. and they're upset. There's more to it. So there's that added baggage. I think that gives it some weight.
0: Oh, for sure. It's, it's not even just, I have to, now I got to accept this, this new person with my dad now my mom is gone yeah. and I, I, there's nowhere to go to get away from grace which is her name grace for her part grew up in this cult her dad was the leader of it he was this hyper religious uh it was a christian cult he was um uh uh uh, uh, uh 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 preaching all the time about sin and when when his followers killed themselves they put duct tape over their mouths with the word sin written on it and it was and and, and purple purple fabric very or, very
1: or, i was gonna say where somebody put it over their mouth
0: oh so, mm, yes good point <laughs> yeah. it was put let us just say that yes so uh so they all head up into the woods to this beautiful lodge very remote. Of course it is. It's always remote. They Nobody yeah. ever goes to a lodge with like, you know, tons of next door neighbors like, hey, Phil, how's it going? No, this is ve- like there's nobody. And it's Massachusetts in wintertime. So deep snow. It is cold. It is icy. It is snowy. It is remote. And then dad says, oh, hey, friends, I have to go back to the office for a few days. Oh, man.
1: Yeah, that I have to tell you, not not a very relatable, not maybe not relatable, not a very likable dad. No. Everything what? that he does is just wrong.
0: <sighs>
1: <laughs> that's what I that's my take.
0: No, I'm you're s- not you're not wrong at all. It's <laughs> like, OK, is he does he actually have to go back to the office?
1: Oh yeah, I totally, I'm happy you thought that too. I was like, I even told my wife when he finally comes back to the cabin, I'm like, oh, he's going to finally stop pretending he had to be at the office.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's just like, I will just force you all to get along. Which right.
1: yeah.
0: while that's, I'm kind of okay with that approach for the kids because kids are, you know, kids are going to have to deal at some point. Right. What a horrible thing to do to Grace.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. So much baggage those kids come with.
0: Oh Gosh, so Grace is, she's trying, bless her, she is trying, she tries, you know, to make them lunch and she tries to talk to them about, you know, what do you like? And and she just tries to get to know them and they are just stonewalling her the whole time. Aiden, the, the teenage, the, the son, uh, at one point, watches her showering i'm not i mean other than the fact that she's very attractive and he's a teenage boy and therefore disgusting i'm not entirely sure <laughs> what the point of that was but she gets understandably very upset about that
1: see i see i think um it's to add a little a little like a dash of flavor to the character and to the setting. Because you're right, it it doesn't really come up anymore, but it gives you, as the film progresses and as things sort of completely are revealed near the mm-hmm. end, it gives you, I think, a a sense that maybe there's multiple things at play here when it comes to the the sun, mm, uh, that possibly, it's n- yeah, not just the one thing that That's, there's you know yeah. it was it was an interesting touch,
0: yeah. it 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 may also be now that i'm I'm thinking about it just another really easy way to make this woman feel uncomfortable. Right. You know, there's, there's outright hostility there's, and they do, and the kids do all of these things, outright hostility, silence, just, they're very intelligent children is the problem. And this is very, it's an organized effort. You can tell, like, they're not just being brats. Yeah. This is psychological warfare. Yeah. Obviously. and,
1: and like, it's a clever, the way that they set it up, at least for me, you don't quite realize just how involved Mia is until almost the end of the film. Correct. Like, you think that she's along for the ride, that maybe yes. she's actually even in in the corner of Grace until the very end. And then you're like, wow, that, yeah. wasn't, that wasn't true.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so to apologize for being a creep. Aiden makes Grace a cup of hot chocolate one evening and they all sit together in the living room and it's it's very, very cold. He, uh, so they have blankets, but it's chilly, so they put the space heater on and they fall asleep. Before now- this, I have to mention <clears throat> Grace having grown up the way she did fairly has some emotional trauma as a result this is displayed to us by every time she gets a little anxious she runs to find her bottle of pills and chugs one this is this is the 5% of the movie that really just pisses me off that's not how it works
1: yeah, and and it's it's uh, as it progresses, there there are definitely elements in this movie where she has to be having full on episodes of um, of seeing things, mm-hmm. and I'm not quite sure what it is she must be taking that would cause that because it's sort of I think the implication that it's medical withdrawal that's causing some of this.
0: Oh, one hundred percent, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and it's like I don't I don't like. I don't know that there – maybe there is, but I feel like for anxiety and depression and those sort of things, yeah. the withdrawals don't include hallucinating,
0: typically. Uh, no. so Unless no.
1: it's some antipsychotic or something else. Right, right. But yeah, it's it's a, it's sloppy. It's sloppy.
0: It's very sloppy storytelling. It's that whole anybody who's mentally ill, they pop a pill, and that's what keeps them normal. And if you separate them from their medication for five minutes, they're going to go off the deep end. They go crazy. It, it just – drives me bananas because that's just not how it works like it works with really serious disorders where you have to keep a certain amount in your blood or mm, that's not what's going on with this character and it pisses me off and i mean and,
1: and it could have been it could have been but they the way they portray her my assumption would be that she's on things like anti-anxiety, For sure. not yeah, not you know things that prevent her from hallucinating right. and hurting herself and others.
0: Right, um, exactly. She's not crazy. She's not built wrong. She went through some truly, truly horrifying traumatic experiences, and it has left her mentally yeah. scarred.
1: So, uh, something else on a different topic. Something else worth noting as we get into the scene of them falling asleep, is that when the space heater is set up, um, Grace asks uh, Aiden, who sets it up, is she kind of covers her face because she could smell the gas burning, and she says, is that safe in here? And he's like, oh yeah. He scoffs at her and says, oh yeah, it's it's fine. But that's an important thing to note because it does come back.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Also important to note that the house has tons of religious imagery all through it including this this big painting in the in the dining room and all the religious stuff obviously is is making grace feel uncomfortable she again good reasons feel has very strong feelings about that and the kids are bringing up their mom every five minutes like oh yeah our mom used to do this like great yeah. awesome there's okay. pictures
1: of her in the house.
0: Oh, yeah. Which which I mean and at that point the tension is like, well, okay, this is this is where Grace has to deal with it, right? Because this is the that's their mom. Mom right. is gonna have to come up in conversation. And and yeah. you can't just forget that this woman ever existed and she was there and then they have memories with her. And and it is a very difficult situation on both sides. Ha, ha You have no idea how difficult. Okay, Grace wakes up. They've all fallen asleep. Isn't that nice, lovely? Ha ha ha! Except, her dog is missing. Her stuff is gone. Her meds all missing. She's like those kids. Oh my god, what jerks! Give me my stuff. Except all the kids' stuff is gone too.
1: Everything. And there's no and there's no power. And, and there's it's there's no
0: power. There's no power. They can't get the generator going. Their phones are dead. No. There's no
1: food. All, their no fridge food. has oh, been emptied yeah. out.
0: That's the other thing. All the food's gone. What in the heck is happening? Oh, and the uh, the Christmas decorations.
1: Yeah. It's like the house has been basically, with, with the exception of the stuff that was there before they got there, yeah. it's like someone has gone through and taken everything. Food, drink. All of clothing, it. Clothing, presents. There's no electricity there's no heat and it's really cold outside and there's a storm
0: yep so awesome so uh aiden now posits the theory what if we all died in our sleep what if the space heater killed us and now we're in purgatory or whatever and Grace said, okay, pfft, no, stop it. It's That's not what's going on. We'll figure it out. It's fine. I'm not going to let you, I'm, I'm not going to let anything happen to you. So she start. she uh, says, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to try and, and walk to, walk to town, walk to somebody's house, do something. But their winter clothes are all missing too. Like their coats. So she's, in, you know, like street yeah, clothes. It, <laughs> not
1: comfy for wandering in a blizzard.
0: Uh, no. Like, not comfy for walking to the mailbox, let alone knee-deep snow and a blizzard. So she's uh, walking. She sees this—this ha- is—now she's starting to lose it. She sees this really great visual of a, of a house, and it's, like, shaped like a cross— And she thinks she sees her dad preaching or calling out to her. So she's losing it. She is now going around the bend. Ends up walking basically in a complete circle, which neat trick. I mean, that's, this is kind of one you have to hand wave. Like, "Mm."
1: well, I mean, it is, I think sort of white out ish conditions and, they, there's this massive lake, which, by the way, I don't know why she didn't take the road. She decided to walk across the lake, yeah, uh, which seems weird. One. But I could see if that's what you're doing. There's like no landmarks other than the cross
0: house. Oh no, I don't. I don't mean it's it's weird that she got turned around. I get that it's. I, I mean, it's weird that she managed to find her way back to the house.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, no, you're right. That's a good point. Yeah, like <laughs> why there and not just. Anywhere
0: the, else? Yeah, in the woods somewhere. Just like, right. oh wow, I'm going to freeze to death here. But she does; she manages to find her way back to the house where she where the, the she finds the kids. The calendar date has changed. It's stuck on uh, January like ninth, ninth.
1: Yeah, which it isn't because the the dad had said he would come back for Christmas. So he right. left, I guess, sometime. Pre-Christmas yep. for like a week. So yep. I don't know, the 20th or something like that. And...
0: Yep. And she sees the kids reading a, an article that says, from, dated from before Christmas, like the 22nd, that says they all died. And it's like, see, I told you, yeah. we're and, dead. And she
1: also finds this picture, which is like a memorial picture that's been buried out in the snow. Right. that that has uh, That has like a little black ribbon on it
0: which is weird. Yeah. Uh yeah, this framed picture like why is a framed picture out there? But okay. But it's but it's selling the narrative that they died sleeping in the front of the the space heater and everyone is sad. And now they're stuck in this house in in the not quite afterlife.
1: With with your two favorite friends. With
0: your yeah. <laughs> so so Uh, So Aiden says to Grey, he's like, look, I will prove to you that we are, that we died and that this is purgatory. He's like, if we're, if we're already dead, we can't die, right? So I will kill myself, like watch me and you'll see when I don't die, you'll understand that we are, we are in purgatory. So he goes into I, I'm still not entirely sure of the physics of how this worked but he 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 hangs himself like a noose from the hallway above the steps
1: yeah yeah and, so go ahead I'm sorry no 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 you go no I was gonna say there are so yeah he hangs himself she walks up is freaked out and then he has a chat with her while he's hanging seemingly from his neck saying right. y- yeah see, we can't die. She runs off, has a nervous breakdown. There's this quick scene where the uh, camera shows you a couple of things. So throughout the movie, up to this point at night, you keep hearing, or she keeps hearing what sounds like her father sermonizing.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. Yep.
1: And they're like, what are you talking about? We don't hear anything. And uh, so the camera goes over to, and, and lingers for a moment on a a boom, uh, boom box, a little speaker, wireless speaker, which one can assume was used to play playback video, which we had seen earlier that had that audio in it. Um, then it lingers on what appears to be really thick packing straps that are laying in a, a on the ground near the stairs. My assumption is by seeing that is that he, and they don't spell this out, but I assume that what he did was he created some sort of harness, which is what they do. You know, when they want to – when in movies and other things where you want to fake a hanging, mm-hmm. they do a harness and support your weight by the harness and then put the noose around your neck so it looks like you're hanging by your neck. Right. So that's my assumption. That's how he did it. But – You can't yeah. –
0: you, like you can't see – I just – like I'm talking about like, okay, well, how did he even get up Yeah. to – I don't understand that.
1: There's part. no ladder around. There's Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to be answered, and and it's weird that they don't, they don't really explicitly explain even the straps. Like, yeah, you know, seeing a couple of straps laying on the ground near the stairs doesn't really answer the question. But obviously, he had to have faked it, and he says later he faked it.
0: And so, and, well, we see the dollhouse later. Oh right, yeah, a- and we and so that's how we know it's fake. But it's oh yeah, it was fake without us understanding like how this young boy and his very young sister like mia couldn't help no so i don't anyway whatever hand wave hand wave he fakes it it looks heckin real he's like see told you we're dead grace now any connection she had to reality gone uh she she finds her um her dog is frozen to death by the way poor little dog never did anything to anybody i think that part was an accident though
1: it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. But like frozen solid outside.
0: Frozen solid. It's not. It's not bad enough that the poor little doggy is dead. Frozen solid. Okay. She cuckoo for cocoa pops. She is gone, daddy gone. She's sitting on the on the porch, completely catatonic. The kids have finally figured out. Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Let, let me just say, this is
1: one of the things I don't like about the movie. Yeah. Like them, so they have this moment where they're like, oh, maybe we pushed her too far. Yeah. It's like, really? You, you think? You think? <laughs> After spending, what, like a week faking everybody's death, hiding everything, turning off the power, hiding her magazine, magas- uh, I'm sorry, her Magazines. medicine. <laughs> Her magazines, her her medicine, uh, killing her dog by accident, and then pretending you hang yourself. You think you took it too far?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, okay, but here, here's what I counter that with. These are children, uh, and they are children who feel wronged. They're also processing the hurt and, and grief over their mom, and they want to blame somebody, and they blame Grace and that's how they feel 100% justified in in inflicting whatever pain on this woman they do because to them she is the source of of this incredible hurt
1: and and I get that what I don't get is them having this regret because it seems like you know this is what they were aiming to do and then when they achieve it they're like, "Oh, we've pushed her too far." And it's like, "Well, is wasn't that the goal to push her no, too far?" Yeah, no, no. I, I the goal was to break them up. See, I don't think it was. I thought really? it was to Yeah, cuz they know she's on medication and they know that she's I mean, they talk, especially especially Aiden talks a lot about the fact that she was the only surviving member of this cult. I think it was to get her to kill herself. I really think that, mm. that that's at least that's what Aiden's goal was.
0: Mm, um yeah, yeah. And
1: maybe maybe not Mia's, but I like I my perspective on those kids is that they're the bad guys. Oh, I mean, 100%, I guess, yeah, yeah. But I, I guess, uh, I guess, yeah, obviously everybody's going to think that, but I guess what I mean is um, I, I just don't think, I don't think that there's a, a defense. I think there's an excuse, but I don't think there's any defense for oh, what they
0: did. I agree. I agree. There's, there's, there's no defense. They weren't, I'm just saying it's, it's not logical. Like the, the saying, Yes, of course you should. You should realize much sooner that what you're doing is really, really horrible. But they're kids. I guess
1: I. I just I feel like they're sadistic kids, not just. In other words, I think that they're damaged and that.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. That they're evil. So you think they're you're you think they're worse than just normal kids?
1: Yeah, and I think ah. that there, there are moments earlier in the movie. That underscore not just how close the relationship is between Aiden and Mia and, and and the mom, but also that there's a um, I don't know, something almost slightly sinister about uh, uh, maybe not about, but something within the relationship that Mia and Aiden have for one another,
0: like the fact that
1: they I could see them plotting to kill a dog together or mm-hmm. growing up to be co-serial killers. Like I none of that would shock me because of some of the stuff we see early on with just the way they behave and how um I mean uh Mia is very upset when her mother dies and there's a lot of mm-hmm. crying. Aiden shows no emotion. Mm-hmm. Um which is I think uh kind of interesting. Uh we're we're kind of g- going off on a sidetrack here, but Mia says she accidentally killed the dog. We don't know if that's an accident and two of the three trifecta for uh um essentially things that uh serial killers do when their children real serial killers do when their children are torture and kill animals
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um and are you know are non-emotional bedwetting fire starting they did they they start they did start a fire right i'm not making that up am i making that up of something
0: i don't i don't recall i think that. i'm thinking of something else sorry i think you are
1: yeah. <laughs> i watch too much stuff um but yeah, my point is that I, there's just something about the way those two act that makes me feel like they go beyond just misbehaving kids. Even, See, I, even,
0: I get that. Ahead. I get that. For me, what that read as was they're both hyper intelligent and incredibly in tune with each other, almost to the point they're almost like twins.
1: Yeah, that's I definitely how close agree they are.
0: There. And it, it's,
1: it's the lack of emotion. I think that gets me mm. like other than when the mom dies, mm-hmm. they're both pretty flat and he's flat all the time.
0: Mm, true. That's true. That's an interesting point. Bridgie.
1: But, but anyway, yes, I'm sorry. I got us to digress.
0: No, no, no. I, th- I mean, that's, it's, I had not considered any of that, but t- like to me there it's take hyper-intelligent creative children who are completely in sync And give them a target to process their emotions that are incredibly hard for anybody to process, let alone children. Right. Because, like, losing your parent is hard. I don't care how old you are. It's hard. Losing your parent when you're a child. Losing your parent when you're a child because your parent killed themselves. Doing that, all that whole chain because your dad decided he liked someone better
1: yeah, and then Ooh. being stuck with them. That, yeah, I think yeah. I think actually the bad guy or the 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 enemy, the evil entity in this whole movie is the dad.
0: Oh, for sure, Dad's- Mike, Oh, god,
1: what a piece of work that guy yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, um,
0: that's a mm-hmm.
1: everything he's done. Like when they're driving up to the cabin, there's a scene where he puts his hand on Grace's leg mm-hmm. and is sort of caressing it, not necessarily sexually, but like yeah. uh, 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 intimately. Yeah, and. Yeah. And Aiden sees it. And my wife even said, what is he doing? And I it's know. like, yeah, the, your mom, the mom just killed herself six months ago, dude. Can you not keep it in,
0: in your pants for a little bit? <laughs> like, I get that you're trying to comfort her. Maybe could you think about what your children are going through right now? Just oh, give them a moment's thought. So that's the thing. Crazy. Like, he, he is not really sparing a minute to think about what the kids are going through at all. He is focused on his needs and, and keeping grace happy so that grace can fulfill his needs.
1: Yeah, no, a hundred percent. He's, he's a terrible person.
0: He's awful. He's just the worst. Okay. Kids have figured out finally sussed. Woo. Maybe we need to dial this back a bit and confess to her. Look, grace, it's, we punked you. This whole thing, we did it. Uh, we'll go get your stuff. We'll go find all your clothes. We're really sorry about your dog. Like I, it's 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 all none of this actually happened, and they call uh, or they try to call the dad to be like, mm, you really need to get here faster, dad, because mm. uh, they get they get the generator. Do they get the generator going or no?
1: No, they so they they try. This is what's I kind of I kind of like this little twist. So they had faked. That their phones were dead. Right. Um, and that the generator wouldn't work. So then when they finally realize, you know, we gotta, we gotta get things working again, they go to start the generator and it doesn't work. And then uh, and then Aiden's like, hey Mia, let me use your phone. And she says, I love this line. She's like, it's dead. I'm sorry, I guess I spent too much time talking to dad, making you realize this yeah. whole time that they're tormenting this is the again, the sociopath <laughs> in her. The whole time they're tormenting this poor woman. Mia's having these lovely conversations with yeah, her dad.
0: Yeah. So he has no idea anything's wrong.
1: Right. So yeah, they're not missing in his mind. He's just been talking to his daughter this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who's a sociopath.
0: <laughs> I see. Disagree on that. She's very young. She's small. So for her, it's simple. Aiden says it's sociopath. okay. You know, it's, Aiden says it's okay. And, and daddy will yeah. be here in a few days. And then it, everything will be good. Our plan will have worked and everything will be great. That's, she's a very, she's just, you know, she's a little kid.
1: I will say she is the one, not Aiden, who says this has gone too far.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: like he, and Aiden actually gets upset initially. He drops an F-bomb when she goes running out to talk to her because he's like, okay, the gig's up. Um, Which again, in my mind, underscores what aiden was really going
0: for you know i I think you might be right about that like she's she's helping him because well aiden is is the big brother and you know obviously he knows best i think you might be right now that you mention it like aiden was "Mm," and then you know mia is still connected to reality and she's the one who has figured out because at this point grace is now fully on board with the idea that they're all dead
1: yeah and she's like had a complete uh, mental break oh she's like yeah She's out on the deck in sub-zero temperature, rocking in a catatonic state.
0: Yep, <laughs> and she is in la la land. Yeah, done. She is burning herself, and like she's kneeling in front of the fireplace, flagellating on,
1: on, on burning, burning uh, logs. Yep. Yeah, so she's like skin is being burnt. Yep. So she, yeah, she's like she's basically thinks that she's now in it in, uh, she's now dead. Yep, and that she has to uh, basically make up for her sins and get out. Yeah, have to repent through uh, out of purgatory by uh, hurting herself. Yep, and 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 unfortunately, we know what step two is, which is helping the kids along.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So uh, at this point, uh, Dad. Uh, we we see him checking out the the before they all went up to the the lodge. We see Mia and Aiden playing with this dollhouse and like whispering to each other and psh, 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 psh. and the dollhouse is a if not an exact match close enough for the lodge to the point that you can see where everybody's rooms are and it actually helps tell some of of the story of what happens in the lodge and that's where you see how Aiden faked the noose thing. All of that, yeah. Okay, Grace is round the bend. Aiden has tried to talk her down. <clears throat> Not happening. He's like, "Wow, we are so screwed." They tried to hide in the attic. Done work. They tried to get away. They can't drive. They get stuck in the snow. Oh no! Now, okay, Yes,
1: yeah, I'm sorry. You skipped a a, a bit because the snow thing happens after a pivotal scene. Oh, uh, so they they yeah they're up in the attic hiding. She comes up to confront them. She's a gun in her hand. They're freaking. Oh, I forgot out. about
0: the gun. Right, 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 right.
1: Yeah. So he had, uh, because Dad is 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 the dumbest human being on the planet. Just... Is like, hey, Grace, who who is on uh, some form of medication that you hallucinate without, and who is the member of a death cult. I'm going to give you a gun before I leave you with my children.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Because why not? There's no reason for it. But no. you,
0: you, if you get scared, you could shoot things. <laughs> Also, I, I, need to, I need to point this out. It's like a revolver, okay? Now, had he left her a rifle, a shotgun, something that would stop a bear, for yeah. example, then it's like, yeah, you know what? Because I live in a remote area and we got coyotes and it it's frightening, I'm not going to lie. Revolver isn't going to do a dang thing. Yeah. Nothing, okay? So yeah, yes. she's got a gun.
1: She's got a gun, so it, at some point she's walking around with it in her hand, which is yep. not good. No, nope. and so she goes up to the attic to confront the kids, not in a mean way, but in no, a hey, no. "hey, hey, we're all dead" sort of way, and you know we should get on with the the you know the repenting so we can get out of here.
0: Yeah, she's very matter of totally, fact about it.
1: Yeah, she's totally lost it, and fortunately, something's about to happen. And fortunately, we hear the dad arrive. Yeah, hear the car door close, and the kids are like, "Oh, thank God." He comes running up the stairs and sees Grace standing. I think on the stairs. The yep. kids are up in the attic. He's at the foot of the stairs and he's like, "Grace, what are you doing?" And she's like, "You know, crazy." Yeah, <laughs> and, yep. and and proceeds to prove it, and then says to him, "You know, we're all dead. We're all dead." And of course, he doesn't know what's been going on. He yeah. has no. But he sees the gun in her hand, and he's like, "You know." Just, you know, give me your gun. And she's like, look, I'll prove it. And she puts the gun up to her head Mm. and everybody's freaking out and there's talking. She pulls the trigger. Nothing happens. Yeah. Making, I think, anybody watching the movie flinch. Yeah. (laughs) Because you hear that loud, loud loud click, which I think is probably why they did the revolver, because it's so loud when it doesn't do anything. Yeah. And she's like, see? And he's like, no, no, give me the gun. And she's like, why don't you believe me? And then she points it at him. And he's like, give me the gun. And he gets closer and closer. He's got the gun basically right, almost right up against his head. She pulls the trigger. He's dead. Yep. Um, The kids go running. Uh, Basically, Aiden half drags Mia away from the dead dad. They get to the car um, and you can hear them. You can hear the car trying to start as I think Grace is sort of hovering there, trying to process and still Mm -hmm. figuring out what to do next. And they're trying to start the car. You hear it start. You hear it move. You hear a thump which we can all guess is for him hitting something. Mm -hmm. And then you hear them trying to start it again, at which point grace comes out to the car and she's got the gun. And I don't do they, I guess they don't show her getting them out of the car. No, no. But the next scene is there and, and take it away, Susan.
0: (laughs) So now, okay. So this is the point in the movie. Well, actually no, a little slightly earlier. What I was, what I was, desperately hoping was that grace was punking them back
1: right that would have been cool
0: i wanted that to be true so hard because that would have and then like she punks them back and the dad shows up and they kind of have this unspoken secret together like yeah mm -hmm, we're not gonna talk about this ever are we no would you like some turkey like that would have been awesome
1: yeah Like if, when the, or, or when the, when she pulls out the gun and clicks, like that could have been a great, I mean, granted at that point, the dad would have known, Yeah. but her putting the gun to her head and clicking and knowing that she had taken all the bullets out of the gun, Yeah. something, by the way, you should never do. Uh, But you know, her doing that would have been an interesting scene, but yeah, you're right. It would have, I kind of thought that too. I think there's a moment where they almost want you to think that.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because, well, it's, it's more interesting than, than. It's more interesting, but less horrifying than yeah. what happens in the rest of the film, which is, okay, we're going to go back in. We're going to finish this up. She sits them down at the dining room table. She puts the duct tape over their mouths with the word sin on it. She sits down, ponders the gun, and you, you, uh, you don't see the inevitable.
1: Yeah. Fade to black. Yeah yeah um yeah i you know so i i uh i watched this i think back in 2019 or 2020
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, um and then i rewatched it last night Mm -hmm. and i have to say on second viewing it it trudges a bit it does um i i think what they were trying to go for i I, again asked my wife because this was her first viewing And I think I had the same feeling she did when I watched the first time. There is a sense with all the stuff going on before the super crazy stuff happens. Mm -hmm. There is a sense that maybe what's going on is that Laura Hall, the, the mother who killed herself, is haunting the lodge. Oh, because there's, well, you get this feeling that there's something, there's an entity, there's something there. That's what mm-hmm, you think. Mm-hmm. And you think maybe that's the direction this is headed that there's a ghost. And the ghost, you know, if there's a ghost, then obviously it's going to be the mom.
0: No, sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But they, on second viewing, when I watch it, I didn't, uh, be, maybe because I know, I really felt like they should have, like that would have been a clever way to sort of um, make that first. Half to two thirds of the movie a little more uh, interesting, a little, a little less zingy. Yeah, you know, so like Rebecca, uh, the mm-hmm, Hitchcock movie, mm-hmm. you know, something where there's a little more going on and a little less you just saying, well, you know, di- being dismissive or thinking it's just that Grace is already starting to lose her mind. I think they could have tweaked it a little bit, but yeah. In a nutshell, I felt like the second on the second viewing, it felt a little slow to me um, until yeah. it got to the good stuff.
0: I feel like it is leaning a lot on the isolation of the snow Yeah, and your understanding of the emotional cloud that is just heavy over. It's like, it's like that. It's like the atmosphere right before it rains, like this huge thunder. It's that, that thickness, but yeah, it's, it could pick up the pace a little.
1: And, and it, it is, I think, deliberately so, a painful movie to endure to some to some degree in the early parts because it is incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You just feel uncomfortable like you don't want to watch it, you know? Yeah. I actually almost didn't rewatch the movie because I was like, I don't – not because it's scary, but it's yeah. like, I just don't know if I want to watch all of that again. Like, yeah. Like, all of that stuff, all that yeah. baggage.
0: It's it, yeah, absolutely. It's a lot. <laughs> it, it it is. It it really, really is. It's a lot, and it's the kids. It, you start off, you're one hundred percent on their side, one hundred percent. Because dad's a tool, and and their mom just died and died horribly, and of course you're on their side. And now they got to go spend Christmas with the the new mom? Yeah.
1: And who's like of, who's like twenty. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: That's the other thing.
1: Yeah, she's like somewhere in between, evenly in between the son's age and the dad's age. Is what Uh I'm (laughs) saying. Uncomfortably so. Mm Hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then and and then as you gradually realize that the kids are up to like. for me, it wasn't gradual because of the way they were with whispering together before yeah. they even left for the house. I'm like, oh, they're doing, they're doing this. I don't know how they're doing this, but they're doing something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was, it was a little, too, like, you, kids don't whisper together unless they're planning something.
1: Yeah. Especially when they have little, uh, little figures. Little. Yeah. It's funny because you don't, I think when you watch it the first time, you don't realize that's what they're doing, but they're Absolutely. They're going over the steps of their
0: plan. Oh no, I I totally realized it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's. it's gr- I mean, it's it's great.
1: And they flash back to that dollhouse several times to kind of like really underscore. it.
0: Look at the dollhouse. Look, Look at, at the dollhouse. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I. So so I I I love, I I love 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 the concept that these kids are being so vicious to exact revenge on this woman. I love that. It's mean, right? It's just such a mean oh, kind of is, thing to do. I love that.
1: You get I, I, I don't know about you, but I had a pretty emotional response to it. Like I I was getting angry, like because they were exactly what you said. It yeah. wasn't it was it was well beyond what needed to be done, even oh, if yeah. you agreed with what they were doing. They were absolutely being mean. And it's like oh, it makes yeah. you angry. That, like, this poor woman is having to put up. She's being gaslit in a way that nobody is really gaslit. Like, the level that they do it with the disappearing things and Mm -hmm. all the other stuff, it's like uh, gaslighting 2.0.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is pretty intense. I have to think it's worse if you're a parent. I have to. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, however I feel about children, I never made one. So... (laughs) You know, (laughs) nor did, nor
1: did the, nor did the, uh, grace. True. And so there's that.
0: hmm, I mean, that's, I think
1: another interesting thing. That's one of the things I found uncomfortable about it. I kept thinking through those eyes, like, what must that be like? You know, I, if I was somehow in a a, a situation like that, I've had a son. I at least understand some of this. But if you're coming in and never had children and then you're being asked to be a surrogate mom, like already an impossible task. Yeah. Like she, she doesn't know. And and on top of that, her, it's not like she had a good sort of parental figure in her life.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. She doesn't have a normal childhood. She doesn't have kids of her own. She's trying her best. Me, like I'm sitting there watching it and I'm like, I would tell those kids like, you know what? Screw you. Eat, don't eat. I don't care. I'm and not she, doing, you I think know. she
1: almost does that. She, she like, almost she, does. Yeah. She does. I think she, I think that uh, Riley, Code?
0: Hmm, yes.
1: Ke Keo. Keo! That's how you pronounce her name. I just oh, saw it. Oh,
0: okay, cool.
1: Keo. Sorry, Riley. It's Keo. Um, I think that she uh maybe it goes without saying, but she like she is this movie. I mean the kids are very oh, good, yeah, but yeah, but you could not have made this movie without watching her being torn down. Yeah. And the way she interacts with the kids is so spot on. And like early on. When she's taking the high road and thinks it's just them being, you know, yeah. kids and upset, she she does some really smart things where she's like she's getting frustrated. She's getting angry, but she's still she does such a good job of like showing you that frustration and that uh, that sort of her grappling with her emotions and the fact that she's trying to, you know, be supportive of these kids who are just being total Apple. asses to them. Just yeah.
0: So to her.
1: Like Awful. trying to make sandwiches for them. She she gets spied on when she's naked. And instead of like going off on the kid, she like, I wouldn't have been that mature. No. <laughs> she's uh-uh. so mature. She doesn't say anything to him until like it really needs to be said. And she does it in such a punchy short way. That's like, wow, that was a really smart way of dealing with that. So Yeah. 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 I,
0: mm, I would have been like, whatever. I don't care. You know, your dad is going to be here in a few days. What? Yeah. <laughs> Fend for yourselves, you jerks. Uh, (laughs) um yeah Uh, so i love that i love that viciousness i love that the viciousness ends up getting turned back on them because that's just fun but the way it treats mental illness mental trauma and that it's it it goes kind of exactly the way you think it's gonna after a certain point is is what let the movie down let 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 me down ultimately yeah yeah,
1: yeah i mean uh, i i think that there's a lot of stuff going on here that is good um yeah but i think that there are some uh some some things that it leans on that it shouldn't lean on <clears throat> but you know it, it's something i'd still recommend to somebody i think viewing once mm-hmm. um and, you know, I uh, what's really to me what I, I I like looking at the history of, you know, the people involved in it. And <laughs> it was this was directed by Veronica Frentz and Severin Fiala, who uh, you may or may not recognize those names, but they did another really interesting psychological horror film called Goodnight Night, Mommy. Um, oh, have you seen that?
0: I have. I... So my problem with that one was five minutes in, I knew what was going on.
1: It's, but it's like, it's, it's, I love that movie. Cause it's, it's another movie. That's like such a slow yep. burn pun intended, um,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like, it's, it's great. And it's funny enough. It it has two kids yep. that are like way too, I think they are twins. Right. I think in that one. Um, uh, yes. Yes. And they're way too close to each other and yeah. they end up getting up to no good in a very terrible way. Uh, so I see a lot of that in the lodge. Um it really knowing that they did Goodnight Mommy really shaped my viewing of the Lodge. Because mm, I can see that.
0: Yeah, yeah. You've
1: got you've got a, a woman and then you've got these two kids plotting essentially plotting against this woman a, yeah. and and suspense and psychological horror all going on.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I think and, both, the
0: t- and they're both beautifully shot. Yeah. I, I
1: I feel like I might like Goodnight Mommy more than the lodge. Uh, simply because I think it's a little a little more unusual. But you know, they're different yeah, flavors yep, of the yep. same thing, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I would I definitely for me I, I like the, the Lodge better just because uh the, the core topic, the core subject matter does so much of the heavy lifting. Yeah. You know, like, oh good, it's your you're trying to have Christmas as a new family <laughs> that's yeah, right
1: oh, by wow. the way, one person just got divorced and their wife killed herself
0: so. yeah, like that I mean that's, that's yeah, some really I, great shorthand,
1: yes, it is,
0: so uh, I feel
1: like I feel like I'm justified in saying that maybe this is a psychological
0: I Yes. Yes. Because
1: it's like that's what this is, right? This is like 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 it's gaslighting.
0: Yes, it's gaslighting, and I and I guess that's the 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 subgenre is gaslighting. Because yeah, and I feel
1: like I mean, and that's the thing. I think that's a really good. It's funny. I can't remember what we called it, but I feel like in retrospect, if we didn't, I almost feel like the remake of the Invisible Man should have been gaslighting. Did (gasps) we say that? What did we say?
0: I don't know.
1: I'm gonna look it up while we're. Wait, was yeah, that
0: 2020? Yeah, that.
1: Uh, yes. The Invisible Man. Which, we by said, by the way,
0: uh, if you have not watched it, is phenomenal. Yes, really great movie. Anthony Mackie and Elizabeth Moss just, just doing a fantastic job. job. Yeah.
1: Uh, we said psychological torture, and I'd have to go back and watch it to figure out. I guess it was like torment slash torture. It was. But I it think was
0: torment. Yeah, but mm, maybe gaslighting. I right? think so. Yeah, I think gaslighting is is better because yeah, we called it torture because it was. I mean, the whole point was to make her upset. the the, the her her angst her her level of upset was the goal.
1: Yeah, I, and in this one, I think yeah, there is a difference because the goal is, you know, we don't know what it is. I think you maybe we disagree on. I think suicide, and you maybe think them. Breaking up or, you know, trying yeah, to... I, th-
0: uh, mm, I think you're right in that Aiden's goal and Mia's understanding of that goal <laughs> may be two different things. Mia, by the way,
1: nothing against the actress who was great. Very creepy. Very creepy S- in this movie.
0: Super creepy, yeah. Super creepy. Yeah.
1: Um, All right, so should I type this in? I think so. Psychological and gaslighting. Um, yeah, I bet you we're, we'll see more of these uh, than not. Obviously, Gaslight Gaslight wasn't a, was that, Gaslight a horror movie? That wouldn't be right. That'd be a psychological thriller. The yeah, original Gaslight,
0: yeah, yeah psychological thriller.
1: Um, but I could see us seeing more of these uh, in this era when people oh, yeah. are starting to realize that that happens a lot more than maybe they admitted in yep. the past. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, this is. Uh, I'm I'm quite happy with that. I'm quite happy with that. Yeah. Uh,
0: no, I agree. I agree. I think that was a a good one for us. Good and. Uh, uh, If you, dear listener, would like to decide what we watch next or give us suggestions or go over the spreadsheet, you can do all of those things at patreon.com slash longleggedbeasties. Just a buck makes you a backer, and we thank you for that. But if you can back us at a higher level, $10 or above, you get a very special shout-out in each and every episode. So thank you so much for letting us do this every week. We don't get to talk. The people, our friends and our our spouses are so sick of hearing us talk about horror movies. You just don't understand. Like, hey, what do you want to watch? I don't know. Want to watch a horror movie? No, no, I don't. No, (laughs) we've already. It's not Halloween. Stop it.
1: This is our excuse.
0: (laughs) This is it. So thank you very much for that. Uh, Michael Coffey, Perry Marsden, Patrick Markey, Elizabeth Richardson, Joseph Crescenti and James Fudge. Thank you all. So very much for indulging our hobby that no one else will indulge. Brian, where can the lovely people find you on the internet? Should they want to?
1: Uh, you could find me at com, which is my website. Uh, you can also find me on the uh, Lego podcast, official Lego group podcast called bits and the letter n bricks and that looks at lego video games a 25 year history of lego video games and finally you can find me on twitter at c-r-e-c-e-n-t-e-b as in it's cold in here there's no power
0: nice nice
1: (laughs) thank you i just i just came up with that one that was from the hip
0: that was good that was good
1: thank you thank you
0: Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Susan Arndt. You can find me on my other podcast, which is called Continue, and it's about video games and other nonsense. And uh, you can go track that down at patreon.com slash continue podcast. Or you can find me on Amazon. I am one of the contributors to a book called Curtains, 84 Concert Visions to Benefit Save Our Stages, which is an anthology book of uh, stories that we all were given the prompt the last concert, and you could do with that whatever you wanted. And some folks took it literally the last concert they saw before the pandemic and others took it in a completely different direction. A lot of zombies in this, it turned out. A lot of people went to zombie town. I did not. I went somewhere (laughs) completely different with it, but you're going to have to buy the book to find out. And you should anyway, because it's for a good cause. Uh, All the money goes to save our stages, which helps out folks, Impacted by the pandemic, uh, like the folks who run music venues, bartenders, uh, security staff, stuff like that—lighting people, sound people—all those folks who have been uh, really, really set back by the ongoing pandemic and our inability to leave the freaking house. So, yeah, thank you as always for listening, and we'll see you next time.
1: Bye bye.
0: What? What on? What was that? <laughs>